water is vital to life. However, communities across Africa face challenges in trying to access this essential commodity. What can be done to improve its availability and how can it be effectively managed? Welcome back to Africa Science Focus, the weekly science and development show from SciDevNet. I'm Ogechi Ekeanyao. Did you know that almost all of the world's fresh water is underground? We're coming to the end of World Water Week 2022, and this year's Water Week focused on heating water. Our reporter, Michael Kaloki, has been investigating Africa's unseen water supplies. This week, he spoke to Olufunke Kofie, a researcher at the International Water Management Institute, to find out more about access to water in sub-Saharan Africa. In, in principle, Africa is generally a water-scarce continent with only approximately 9% of global freshwater resources. See, these are unevenly distributed within Africa. We have most of these freshwater resources, about 54%, located in West and Central Africa. Uh, where water is available, there's often economic water scarcity, which means water is inaccessible because of lack of planning and investment. And hence, uh, there's inadequate infrastructure to actually develop water resources and make it accessible for use. In terms of availability, I can say that uh, from record, we know that between um, 1997 and 2017, the, the per capita available refer, uh, renewable freshwater resources has really declined worldwide, actually. Uh, worldwide by about 20% and in, in Sub-Saharan Africa by 41%. So water availability is not really improving, it's declining. What are the different ways in which water as a resource is used on the continent and is it effectively managed and utilized? Thank you. The various water uses are agriculture, of course, <laughs> industry, including like energy, industrial activities and other forms of businesses, as well as domestic uses for, for drinking, uh, for sanitation, for hygiene. So these are all of uh, the various uses of water. Agriculture is the main water user. Approximately 70% of water is used for agriculture. And in generally, the levels of uh, productivity, water productivity is very low uh, uh, in, in Africa, uh, in agriculture, I mean. Uh, so there's scope to increase the use of water for agriculture and make it more available. Uh, the same applies to industrial and domestic water is where we see a lot of aging and dilapidated infrastructure that are accounting for huge water losses due to lack of maintenance. That this could be better managed uh, with proper maintenance, more infrastructure investments, more awareness among users in terms of how to, to use uh, and manage the available infrastructure uh, for, for better water use to minimize losses. Now, parts of sub-Saharan Africa, like the east and south of the continent, have faced severe droughts over the past decade. 
What have been the impacts of this drought on communities in these regions? What mitigating measures can be undertaken and are there any preventative measures? Indeed, droughts and floods have increased by approximately 50% over the past decade with four times greater frequency uh, if, if we use 1980 uh, as the baseline. So we have uh, four times greater frequency of droughts and floods incidences. Uh, these have been triggered by a lot of factors, including climate change and changes in the local landscape, how people use the land uh, inappropriate land use practices over exploitation of the land, felling of trees, over grazing, all this decrease um, uh, land cover and aggra- further aggravates uh, uh, drought incidences. Uh, moreover, the, the reliance of people in sub-Saharan Africa on rain-fed agriculture is, and low levels of irrigation mean that they are highly vulnerable to droughts as they have inherently uh, low cap- adaptive capacity to, to, to be resilient to, to drought incidents, events. So uh, the recent droughts have pushed people further into poverty. It has resulted in famine, worsened food insecurity uh, due to food prices. It has increased crop failure and has led to the death of livestock and also people in certain instances. Um, from, from reports, we know that millions of people are facing severe hunger in the Horn of Africa. And according to UN estimates, 1.5 million people have been displaced because of drought in that part. So in, in terms of um, management, mitigating measures, I mean, there are basically uh, three interconnected uh, and integrated strategies or pillars so for the management of drought risk. Uh, one is about drought monitoring and, and early warning. One, another one is about droughts, understanding drought vulnerability and, and risk assessment. And you know, a third one is about drought preparedness, you know, uh, and, and having appropriate mitigation and, and response actions. Uh, according to, to drought risk management experts, th- these strategies are dependent on one another. And if one is not implemented, it will actually lead to failure in, in strengthening uh, drought re- resilience. In, in, in summary, that there's need to increase preparedness, you know, proper planning, early warning, early actions, and uh, an early warning system generally will provide timely and effective information to, to facilitate action that we avoid or reduce the, the risk of droughts events. Whether it's for drinking, cooking, or washing, humans need water every single day. Water is also needed to grow our food, but farmers in sub-Saharan Africa have been struggling with unpredictable weather and a lack of water to grow their crops. We found out more from Karob Mwangi, a farmer in Kenya. Uh, welcome to Kimplanta Seedlings Farm. As you can see, we have uh, skumawiki, rather kales. We have a bit of tomatoes and also we have uh, bananas. And these are tissue culture bananas. These are the improved varieties just to increase the productivity and to be resilient in such a hot area. We have a bit of purpose that we are trying to grow. And uh, just having a farm running in this hot area is, is amazing for us. And we're trying to see how much we can be able to produce for the community here. Now, in the middle of this uh area of land where you've planted the crops there's a sprinkler a water sprinkler and it's dispersing water around the area as a farmer carol 
Just how important is water for you? Wow, very, very important. Like farming and water are like conjoined twins. They have to be together all the time. Especially in this place where we are right now, if I think this place would qualify for a semi-arid area. It's very hot. What That water is very, very important. As you can see, it's 3 p.m. Uh, and we're already sprinkling water over the crops to avoid them being dry and withering off. Without that, they wouldn't survive. Now, as we're walking along here, your piece of land, there's an adjoining piece of land and I noticed the person here has basically... Um, I don't know if they brought in a tractor, but they prepared their land for planting. But if I look up into the sky, you know, it's just clear, almost clear blue. I mean, there's a few clouds, but it doesn't look like there's a chance of rain. Um, what is the situation in regards to rainfall in this area? For lack of a better word, I would say this is anticipation because this farmer is not sure if we are going to receive rain or we are not going. They actually, it's like uh, gambling or risking. For some reason because even the weather the weather patterns are so different right now so he's not sure basically this and he we have just come from a season where he did not harvest anything so whenever i see this farm i i, I pity most of the farmers in our country because the weather has really put them in an area of no control so as you noted to me earlier that water is as essential as a seed to a farmer now this is the plight of your neighbor here what about you? How do you manage to get your farm going? There's a water problem in your area here. Yeah, that has been a challenge to me for a very long time as well. I used to get water from a, a homestead quite far from here, maybe three or 400 meters from here. So we were pumping all water that far up to here. And in an unlucky situation whereby it's a very dry month and their well goes off as well, my business and my farm is practically just affected and we would go for months without any production because we didn't have water. So recently I've been able to install a solar system whereby I'm pumping water. I'm still looking at my mods to see if it's effective to pump into my farm and to the greenhouses and maybe also supply my neighbor with water because without water he'll basically not grow anything. So we've just walked around the corner, around the greenhouse. should say it's a fairly large greenhouse. It's a series of greenhouses, actually, where the tomato seedlings are inside, inside there. And um, now we, we're looking at quite a large tower, that, a concrete tower that has tanks on it. I, I count four large uh, water tanks. So I presume this is where you store your water, but where do you get your water from? Uh, we drilled a borehole. Just here in this farm, it's about 150 meters down. So that's where we get the water from. And then we pump it up the tanks. As you can see, that's a capacity of 40,000 liters. Each tank is 10,000 liters. So this one we pump back to our initial donor of the water. We are returning a helping hand. And then we, we supply the rest to the propagation unit and to our farm, just like you can see, so that you're able to grow those crops. So the water is from a borehole. And a borehole, a kind reminder, is a heavy investment, so not many farmers have access to that. So you had to invest quite a bit of money to ensure that you had an adequate supply of water here on your farm? I had to go into financing. I have a debt to supply my own farm with water. It's that serious. Africa's water challenges are only going to get worse as climate change continues to affect the continent. So what can be done to meet the water needs of sub-Saharan Africans going into the future? Let's go back to Olufunke Kofi. 
Various measures can be put in place to, to better manage available water resources and improve availability, access, and reliability of water supply. Uh, for example, increasing storage where water is available is very important. We need to put in measures to increase storage of water because we have abundant rainfall, but I mean, it's unevenly di distributed and it comes, you know, uh, in, a, in a way that if it's not well harvested and stored, we just lose the water into the ocean. So Africa still loses a lot of water to runoff, which could be captured, stored, and used to improve water supply. So increase in storage is very important. Uh, another thing is, given the uneven distribution of Africans' water resources, it's important to begin to look at transboundary water management and water transfer schemes and water markets that could improve water availability in physically water-scarce countries. I think Lesotho uh, Highlands water scheme is an example. In Lesotho, uh, South Africa, where they're looking at transboundary water management and water transfer strategies. Um, another point is um, they need to improve efficiencies across the entire water value chain, actually, and users. It's not just... Uh, storage, but entire uh, system. In, in agriculture, we have to use improve water use efficiency so that we can make more water available for other sectors. Uh, uh, in the energy aspect, it's also important. The energy constraints that affect the ability to actually pump and distribute water. So we need to begin to look uh, into renewable energy such as uh, solar energy, uh, to use that um, more effectively in, 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 in extracting water, and also thinking about multi-purpose infrastructure that can generate energy where we need to generate energy, uh, and also distribute water for various uses. That's all from us at Africa Science Focus today. If you want to find out more, head to the SIDEVNet website, that's www.scidev.net. Today's show was produced by Alice Hurst, with editing by Ogechi Ekianyao, and reporting by Michael Kaluki. I'm Ogechi Ekianyao. Until next time, goodbye. Africa Science Focus is produced by SideFNet and distributed in association with your local radio station. <music>